0: Check.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Backbone Sunday Session. We are drinking Furfy today. My name is Nick Brown, Frowny Brown, from Frowny Brown Town. On today's show, we're reviewing Invasion Fest. We've got a spotlight fan. Wanker of the Week is making oh an my appearance. God. First time ever, Nathan, mind you. We're going to talk a bit more about Unify, a bit more about Download, and, of course, Nathan's throwback. I am joined by Nathan Custis.
2: And How are we doing after this week? Oh, what a fine afternoon. This is on a Sunday Session. Nick named Balls, as we call it, Nick Brown. We're doing very well with the Furfies. Spent a huge week in music again, and... You've just been a bloody invasion fest, you lucky twat. Yeah, well, somebody, you didn't even get a
1: ticket. That's your own
2: fault. Yeah, that's my that, fault. You ticket. But uh, we're we not w- starting with that. <laughs> we that's will, later on. We
1: will do that in a second. But I want to start with an unpopular opinion, Nate. Oh, this, last, this can't be good. Last week, Mosh Pit coordinator once again berated me over my over my disdain for crowd surfing. Oh, God. Uh, he's not a fan of any of my unpopular opinions. Oh, I guess shit. It, he's a millennial again, I must say. like, There's not much he can do about that. Okay. But it's like, I, I'm going to move this forward because he said, at one stage, he said, you need to get that out early so then I can realise I can tune out early. So if I get my unpopular opinion, he'll he'll be out of he'll be not listening anymore. So oh, it's shit! Okay. So Nathan, again another another unpopular opinion. Oh cover. God. This one's uh, this one's for the guys. <sighs> I was listening, I watch a lot of YouTube, Nathan.
2: Yes. I watch a lot of YouTube. I discover was, a lot of bands on YouTube. You do,
1: you do. I was listening to uh, something called The Everyday Struggle. It's uh, with uh, Joe Budden, who used to be a rapper, and uh, another guy, a DJ, some DJ guy and another girl. And they just talk about kind of the rap and the hip hop landscape and what's going on, what they like, what they don't. It's, really, it's a really good show if you're, nice. if you're a fan of that kind of music. And uh, Joe kind of brought up a really nice point. It's like, you know, about what we consider to be classic albums. Yeah, you know, albu- albums that stand the test of time, and how these days, any album that's been out for more than two, three weeks can sometimes be considered a classic album. I've oh, he- I've heard people say the Mortal Coil is already a classic oh, album.
2: Jeez, maybe in three or four years, maybe no, it's a classic. Yes, but Nick, no, you can't. No, it's not a classic. Right, come on, <laughs> no, well, Sorry, uh, I- <laughs> that's been ridiculous. But like, as you say, uh, an album is considered a classic after what you you have to say, like having a. Over 500,000 sales you, you can say, like, what? people still listen to, like, an album from 30 years, like, people still talk about Master of Puppets from Metallica. Well... That's an iconic album. That's yes. that, that, That's a legendary classic album, but if you're talking, like, a, just uh, another Metallica, like, actually, no. They were very, very good <laughs> up until the Black Album. I, I can't really compare with them, but, like, yeah, Mortal Coil, that's been out for, what, four weeks? Yeah. You can't really say it's an actual classic. So, it's a really good album, but, like... It,
1: it's very hard. So a lot of a lot of bands have had classic albums in their time, but I want to stick to kind of what we do. Our kind of you know the uh, what I call the the Unified, the, Unified, the, uh, the even even the pop punk if I want, if we want to go if we want to stretch out to that uh, okay. domain even yes. the metal if we want to but we're going to stick to our kind of the metalcore hardcore kind yep. of those kind of realms because um, I was looking through my iPod after you said that just okay. to kind of see what I would consider to be classic albums. Oh
2: God, how'd you go?
1: I reckon I could have I could have spotted about three or four. In my whole my whole life. Three or four. I, I listen to a lot of this kind of music and there was only, because there is a criteria and I'm very harsh as as every people would probably know by now. I'm harsh on most things. Yes. And uh, but I'm very harsh on kind of identifying what you know, uh, what you have to do to be considered into this category you know I want to put low teens as a classic album but it's only been out a year yeah I can't, you can't I, can't put, moment, I yeah. can't put that out because it's you know it'd be, it'd be against my own uh, criteria but I will name you the criteria Nathan for you right now okay does it this, up to? okay yes this is for, this is just my criteria everyone has their own and you can have your own personal classics I think something that um, people don't understand is like I can consider $3 Bill Yol by Limp Biscuit as a classic oh, but I, I don't I don't I, lo- I might like that album but if I just love that album I can consider it a personal it's not an overall classic
2: yeah, sort of, yeah. Like, so, Endgame for us for, from Rising Against. That, that's a really good album, but, like, that probably can't be considered a classic. Exactly. As good as it is. So...
1: The, uh, the, I've gotten You've got five points Of criteria to meet to, okay. uh, to do this First of all It needs to be at the highest quality This is a no brainer But I, yep. you have to put it Production, in there Production good to, needs to Consistency be really, Yeah yep. Well the second one Is consistent You need okay. like, We yep. can't have dud tracks I, you know, I'm gonna piss a lot of people off here But oh, home, Homesick is not a classic album I, I, li- I, li- I listened that last night Oh no The back half of that Is
2: pretty Oh, fucking. Welcome to the family It's average oh, man It oh, is oh, cross. It is real
1: average Front half is really good Really yep. strong But there are some pretty Fucking shit songs On that yep. album Right, so I, I and it was one of those things. Uh, it must have made an impact. Something Homesick did do.
2: Well, that's what I was about to say. Where I was actually going to argue, debate you with that. With yeah, so this, this is a, big a lot of one. people say it's an influence. A lot of it's peop- be an influence.
1: A lot of people will like you know tell me that you know ah uh, like this local band that nobody's ever heard of has this classic album. I'm sorry, but you need to make waves for it to be a classic album. Because- like Horizons by Parkway. Exactly. You need to change the game, or even like even slightly like identify the landscape and kind of move it in your direction. You know what I yeah. mean? Like there's certain there's certain albums and there's a lot of great albums. And I'll give you one um that you know that we'll move on to my next point, which is yes. you still must listen to it. I don't you don't have to listen to yeah. it daily, monthly, weekly. But it's, you have to listen to it two or three times a year. Yeah. The, the album in full A lot of great albums have classic tracks, but they're not classic albums. Yeah there's you might a listen to a few
2: songs off the album but I'll give you I'll yeah. give you an
1: example um of what I what I kind of hurt me Go on. hurt me when I was kind of looking through all, all my classic albums, not just in my like in these genres. So I was the Americana
2: at, are those well, the worlds well and... I
1: was looking at uh, Wolf Mother his, oh, Their shit. debut Jet's their debut Fantastic oh. albums But I don't listen to them I haven't, oh, li- I, haven't li- I haven't listened to them In four or five years I can't consider it plastic. Living End's debut album Don't listen to it Sorry <laughs> Like, uh, that's all right. Yeah, but like the thing is, like when I say listen to it, I'm talking front to back. Like Linkin Park, Clarice Theory. Exactly. You listen. To yeah, that, you, you, you listen to that front. That we. I listened to that last night. I'm not go. kidding. I was, <laughs> I was over at my mate's place, and they wanted to listen to Linkin Park because like, they were yep. all hung up on the Chester thing. I told them. That I said it happened six months ago, but they weren't. They didn't know. Just figured it out. <laughs> yeah, I think they just reached. And they were, And they listened to it. And we listened to it both their first two albums front to back. And they're Maybe both era. considered in my, my in my, opinion, they are classics. classics
2: real, realistically, album sales, and, everything. Fit the and then the last
1: one is they have to be at least five years old. Now you can sway a little bit here half a year here half a year there because i will um, come out straight away and contradict myself by saying set paternal is a classic 100 that's four years old now it's going to turn five years old next year so in about four weeks time it turns well, five years the impact years.
2: that album's had already he can yeah
1: exactly same with the Blackest beautiful same thing with the two biggest albums of 2013 by an absolute stretch everybody else said that they some people said that common courtesy was by day to remember but didn't really have that average you know, compared to what else they've done consistency it was crap. I just like my the, so the unpopular opinion in you know in short is I'm sick of people telling me that all these albums that have three or four good tracks or have a bit of hype behind it are classics. There's a difference. Like yeah. it, you, when you overuse a word, it makes me not give a shit about the word now. Yeah, it's true. And like there are a lot of classic albums, and it's funny how like in the genres that I was kind of going for, there aren't any, and then I look into like other genres like hip hop or rap, and I would see
2: tremendous do- amounts, dozens, yeah, man,
1: dozens. Like I look in. You know, uh, look! I'm a massive Kanye West fan. And when you're a, even if you're any sort of hip hop fan at all, you have to recognise that he has at least three classic albums. For one artist to have three classic albums it's is pretty damn good. Unheard of, yeah. realistically. And you can argue up to six because <laughs> I think he's done seven or eight albums. You can argue that he's had six classic albums. So anywhere between three and six—that's huge numbers. And yet, the only band that I could consider even consider having two classic albums was Let Live, but that's because I'm biased this, because this I'm biased as fuck and like yeah you know, and it's fake history and black's beautiful which both changed the game in those senses. How many bands do you hear now that sound like Let Live? It's ridiculous. But let like, I want to put that to you for next week, Nathan. You're I want right. you to I want you to bring some classic albums to me because like even bands I love, I'm talking architects no classic album there's no There's no album that yeah. front to back I loved and like there, there's some made impacts some made waves in the scene but it didn't Didn't consistently yeah like I, God I Forever
2: Lost Together that's kind of few like really good songs exactly. but like, but like you can is listen, it a classic but you can probably listen to, not you
1: can listen to an album either side of that and you can probably get the same similar experience like that's and that's the thing and like that's why you know that's probably why hip hop kind of has a bit of thing because they always change that every album's different yep. and that's why they kind of go about that's why Fake History and Black and Beautiful they're, they're so different in how they go about things production everything like you
2: know you like I they, double you, kicks you, drumming Yeah. New,
1: new drummer, especially don't they have a new drummer for Oh too? they
2: electro like it was a bit more electronic on, the, yeah. on Black is Beautiful, whereas fake history, obviously you can tell it's a lot more raw, live, and actually there's double kicks, different drummer. So
1: and like even while yeah. like while she sleeps, like haven't had a classic, like they've had great albums, great yeah. songs, very even,
2: consistent albums.
1: Consistent, but there's not there's a difference between consistent and classic. There is yeah. like and like even their, their recent one, what's the We Is that U-R-We. what it's called? Yeah, U.R. We has like about five or six, like
2: fantastic, yeah, I got seven, seven
1: yeah. yeah, seven fantastic tracks but then it has about three or four like crap uh, tracks. Yeah, like, there, you can have a little bit of leeway. You can have one dud maybe. I can, I can accept that. But like, you know, if, a, if an album, if I'm skipping three or four tracks throughout the album, I can't consider a classic. I, no. like, it's very hard. You need that consistency basis is such a big deal. And I need people, I need you next week at least, to uh, come up with some albums and then try and prove me wrong on what can be considered classic. Because I'm really struggling. The only albums that I can remember... That I could consider was Set which will be. Uh, there was, I could argue one or two of the fa- um, Let Live ones. I went Black as Beautiful because that made the, the biggest impact. I went Into Shikari, Flash Flood, of Flood in Color. Yep, that's an absolute uh, changed the game for back then as well. And I think that might have been even what I, all I got. And that's and like you know, there's there's ones that I wanted to put in. Like I'm a, I think um, disgusting by uh bear is unbelievable but it's it didn't change anything yeah like, it, it kind of it happened and the world moved on you know what i mean like it didn't no one you don't hear many bands really trying to sound like bear you see the occasional band kind of do the beat down thing that they do but yep it's that's that's kind of what i'm going at right now and- i think
2: it's going to be a lot easier in 10 years time nick like getting to like not going to spoil the the throwback but talking about our throwback <laughs> that i will be i'm I'm going to spoil it, but uh, the throwback's going to be at 09. So that's only eight years ago. And the whole musical landscape has actually changed, Nick. So like in Australia now, there's so many hardcore metal kind of bands that are around. Who's to say in 10 years' time that that's still going to be the case? So I think in 10 years' time, you can look back, because it's really kind of new still. This whole kind of actual genre of music is becoming a lot more popular in the modern era. So I think in five to 10 years' time, disgusting might on like looking in hindsight. Hindsight be a classic, like at the moment, it's not you can't consider it, like you're saying, yeah, for, for criteria reasons. But, like, yeah, you're right, it'd be interesting. I'll delve into it, that, that's gonna it's, be good fun.
1: It is, but it's, it's one of those hard things that, like, right now, like, I'm looking at all these albums that came out this year, and I'm kind of like, which one, like, I what, what albums are gonna be considered classics in five years'
2: time? It's very funny, like, the um, our award show is gonna be next week, but yes. I was actually thinking, Nick, we've been actually a little bit spoiled, well, not spoiled in a good way, but we've been like. There hasn't been a lot of quality this year. There's been a lot of releases, a lot of like a lot of music's come out this year that we've reviewed, but like there hasn't been a lot of quality. Like I look back I look back yeah. at like 13, 14, 15, 16 and like every year that like I get new albums I'm like, "Oh, this isn't as good as last year's music." Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know if it's cuz am become pretentious or older or whatever it is, but i like, much more, does,
1: much more critical. There doesn't
2: seem to be as many classic albums this exactly. year. Like like last year even we had Deftones releasing an album like yeah. That wasn't even the album of the year to a lot nah, of people, so nah, like, it wasn't and it. that's a quality fucking album. Whereas, like, I did my top ten. Well, I'm still I'm an iron on a few, but like this year, we just there's been a lot released, but there hasn't been a lot that I consider quality.
1: Well, it's exactly like, you know, how we give our rating system. Like, is it a full price purchase? I think I've given one or two and I think you've given one or two. Yeah. And it's like, and that sums it up. Like, we've only been doing this for, what, six months or so? Yes. So, like, you know, that is only half the year. And if we want to just, you know, average that out, that means we probably have a maximum of eight, you know, between us.
2: Like, looking at my top 10, Nick, I've actually got seven out of the 10 albums that I've bought. There you go. That's pretty good. So uh, that's what I mean. There's seven there, but like in five years' time, who's saying going to listen to them?
1: Yeah, and like you know, there's uh, there's other classics you could put in. You could argue for a few Avenged Sevenfold uh, ones. Yeah. Go off to that way. You could argue for a bull for my Valentine. You get him Trivium Showgun, yeah, yeah, by Trivium. Um, always, always a big chance. Always what about a good
2: black one? tide. Nick, uh, for groundbreaking. No, <laughs> what
1: are bands? Killswitch Engage, alive and, alive and Breathing, and, or End of Heartache. You could put. Well, both I'd of those. have
2: Killswitch. They were going to be my first one, but you spoiled it. They're <laughs> actually going to be the band that I went to. But, and like yeah, and well like, they were. They were kind of groundbreaking in the way that they, they were. were metal- yeah. They were the first popular metalcore band. Like like we got a documentary that I've watched on them. You've watched it too. Mm. really good doco and insight onto them. Like when they started and then to actually transgressing to getting Howard to sing. Like having a change in singer and becoming as big as they did. Like without worry was just ridiculous and they like they said it they could go play on a, a bill with um, My Chemical Romance and the girls would be loving their songs just as much as yeah. like the My Chemical songs whereas they could also go to a download or a fucking German festival and the play piece piece. The, to the, the metalheads so like that were that first kind of tramp like crossover band, but yeah, good one.
1: It's a and it's funny because like you know all these times now that when new singers come in, sometimes it, you know it's kind of very hit and miss now. And back saliva's then, Salivas cop that. Yeah, so a lot since of, Josie's left. Definitely, like all these. Like, but like what about uh, who? Who are the other ones? Well, yeah, you, know, you can argue Marcus and
2: Adrian. Though, I think I think they're better. You I do? Very, I'm, you I'm think Marcus, Marcus is a much better singer? Like, I actually watched a review the other day of Northlane with Adrian, and yeah. like. Really good, but the vocal quality with Marcus it takes them to a whole new level. It's and a like, different dynamic. Even,
1: like, um, you go asking Alexandria when they, yeah, when they, they dropped Dennis off Mice, in, yeah. Mice Men. They yeah, dropped off, singer, like, yeah. it's very difficult to kind of replace a singer and kind of keep their, especially when the singer's actually a big part of their band. Oh, so shit, yeah. Where there is difference on. But anyway, Nate. Moving on. That's, you... that's, your, that's your homework that's for the my week. That's homework. I'm very excited.
2: Fucking hell. I can't believe you went to Invasion Fest yesterday. I've, I've heard nothing. <laughs> I don't I've heard know. absolutely nothing. I don't know what to think. I don't know, like... He's alive. His shoulder hasn't been popped out. Nah, He's I didn't. not. He hasn't got any bruises. I'm excited. How'd you go? Ah, okay. Invasion um, Fest was really fun.
1: It's a good. It's a really good initiative. Arrow? Um, it arrow? Yeah, Swanson? Aaron. Yeah, Aaron wants both stages. You know, sweaty. A bit sweaty. Yeah. It's very. They're. Uh, they will. I will yeah. start. You know. You've. You've. you've touched on a few a couple of the things that i will have to okay. go into yeah, uh, a couple of right. negatives i guess uh, one of the problems is with that venue and i know it's very difficult to find an all-ages venue that has two stages separated from each other it's yeah. very difficult realistically it's like nearly impossible in melbourne actually oh
2: big time and so it's when a, it's a big area to have like, exactly but like, one one when
1: you go into that place you have no phone reception which is really yeah, di- Which
2: shit. you have to go up yeah so you have, you to, have go to go outside go and,
1: so, uh, and there's you know there's hundreds of kids across that street uh, apparently those people are uh, businesses complaining last year I don't I don't know if there's any this year, but it's kind of one of those things where I can understand why if there's all these kids around, like people aren't going to want to go in and buy your shit, yeah, because like they're going to be too fucking scared because there's a bunch of weird-looking kids at this fucking festival. Okay. Now, I must, I must admit, Yots. fashion sense, fashion sense is fucking atrocious. I don't know what these kids are wearing these piercings? days. Piercings, oh, tattoos, piercings, overalls. Uh, their uh the beards aren't as good as mine, but that's okay. Costumes. Like, <laughs> Jeez. But, um, so I got there. I got there about three o'clock. I didn't. Yep. I didn't want to. Uh, I didn't want to go for the whole time because you would have been stuffed. It was just like. It was one of those things. Like I couldn't eight hours. Long time for like you know seeing a bunch of what similar kind of hardcore like, bands. locals. Yeah. yeah, a bunch of locals. So. I got there for like what I considered to be the peak time. Okay, good. I got there at three o'clock. First band that came home was deadlights, I made sure I Whoa, got so I got the deadlights. I was a little bit disappointed in them the last time because they I thought they were I've been told they were drunk since, so that was their reason they were sloppy. That was at the uh, Polaris gig. I told you that during that review. You did, interview. yes. Uh, they were fantastic. There, I, I, I was saying afterwards to um, Mosh Coordinator who I was with for the day that uh, it's very handy when you've got three of the best vocalists for the day in your band. Like they, oh jeez, okay, they've so got their the, main screamer, their singer, their Main singer and then they got their backing singer. Are all phenomenal. Okay. What they do. They're so good. Like so their gonna, harmonies and yeah. once they get their levels right, man. Like and they did yesterday. And that's that's another thing. Like they didn't get them the first time. Yep. And once you get them right, like and they rely so heavily on that. You know what I mean? So like if they if they can't get it right, a lot of people might think this sounds trash and all over the shop. but yep. like, like yesterday they were so good. Crowd, massive crowd for them. I was really so, like really happy for them, kind of that thing. I need to get them on for an interview actually because they will be. Yeah, be great. They will be up for song of the year and album of the year for the locals next next week. Yep. Which is really exciting as well. I uh, kind of stepped out for. St- um, I saw Outright for a little bit. I didn't really like Outright are okay. They're just kind of one of those stock hardcore bands. Female fronted. Um, cool. How'd she sound? Yeah, she sounded great. You know, she was fine. I know, like I didn't know she was female fronted until I got closer to the stage. I could just see who she was. Uh, but then it's funny when it's funny when um, you have the female fronted bands and they they talk in between songs because they sound so girl. Yeah, you know, yeah, and then, like, oh. and then and okay. then holy <laughs> hell when they fucking start going. It's, it's it's really impressive actually. It's really funny to me. Awesome. Uh, next up was Alf Wolf. Oh, nice! You uh, you were keen for them going in. I was yep. after again. Last time I saw them, I wasn't as impressed. Uh, the, these guys were the best actor today. Ooh, these shit. guys okay. were so good, so tight. Um, the crowd, like the crowd, are ma- manic for these. guys. They got them right? absolute. Yep. Like these guys They're have behind something. Yep. These guys really have something. Good shit. Big. Um, that's really strange. And It's funny how he turned. Like I was, you know, I've talked. I talked to a few people that day, and I'm not the only person who turned on them. I'm not the only person who turned from hating them to thinking they're actually really good now. Oh, okay. And it's kind of one of those things. It's very hard. Like you know, I was reading those statistic thing. Like you know, in the first ten seconds, you'll realize if you, if you're gonna like a person or not, and it's very difficult to change it. It's kind of like with a band. Like you know, you listen to a band for the first time. If you don't like them, very hard for me to get convinced otherwise. Yeah, you know what true. I mean? And that's with everybody. Everybody has it's that true. same fee. These guys were so good. Crowd was spastic. Absolutely. How'd you spastic. go? that was it- I wasn't going. You know, yeah, good, I wasn't, yeah, I wasn't. I wasn't going to worry about that yeah, shit. No. Like Especially, especially. When, oh, there's just like some kids and any like, injuries. There were. Yeah, some, yeah, apparently some guy broke his nose. Oh, uh, I saw. I saw an Amber guy come in to the and he was like he had to. He shook the hand of the guy Ash Hull who uh, put it all on. And nice. I, just, I just saw the pain in his face. He's just like fuck's sake, like who's hurt himself? Like kind of be One of those big. Like I, I will. The crowd was a bit fucking annoying throughout the day. Like yeah, yeah there's a lot of people just like. I, I call it. They call it crowd killing when you kind of jump over. You start hitting people for the hell of oh, it. It's really shit. fucking dumb. I don't know why people do it, and it's just kind of. Just asking for it. It's uh, asking for trouble, man. I don't know. It's just and like you got these big dudes, like these massive guys, like throwing down, and it's just kind of like you know, uh, we we we've experienced this. I always bring this yes. up. Hate breed, hate breed. Oh. Walk to uh, two thousand thirteen. Oh, that was the pe- great. The people who were literally looking at them, closing their eyes, and then swinging back, trying to knock them out. And yeah, like they was, was and there was some spots in there. I was kind of looking at them, going, "This guys, these guys are wankers." Like yeah, yeah and like
2: it's like you know, spoils it a little bit,
1: doesn't it? It a little bit. Like oh, luckily, I wasn't in it. Like yeah, you know, but like there's people like jumping into the sides of the pit and that, and they're just like they just want. To stand there, they just want to get a good view of it, and they're yeah. just getting, they're getting fucking people like, you know, when you back in and when people are throwing down, they start backing into the crowd. Once you he- feel something, like once you, you stop, feel like you're you are go forward, you go again. forward. Yeah. People weren't doing that, like, there uh. were a lot of people who were just continually doing it. and It's just like, honestly, I can, I can understand now why, like, and I used to always kind of be a guy, like, I, don't really, I never really threw down anyway, but like, when I'd see it, I'd be like, oh, just chill, just chill. But like, I can understand why people get pissed off because if someone came across and they felt my fist as I'm putting into their back and they still swing and they hit me in the face, I'd probably. Knock him out, and like I, I, and I probably, get, I'd probably get knocked out by about twenty kids around me. But yeah, I'm for doing I'm, it, but I'm too old, so I'd be able to smash them. So that's exactly mad. right. <laughs> but that, cool. um, anyway, Alpha cool. Wolf were, were by far the best actor of the day for me. I thought um, vocally they were a lot better. Um, I, I said last time that maybe he was ill. I don't know, but he didn't. And that's the good thing. I, you know one thing I do hate is when singers say that they're ill. Yeah, you know, okay. Uh, they use that I, excuse. But he, but he, he didn't thing, use yeah. that at the last time at Bang. Whether yep. or not he was, or maybe just having an off night, that's up for debate. Yeah, and it's also the Bang sound. Bang also has terrible sound. It does. And this and this place had pretty good. Good for. Drums, shit for everything else. Exactly, yeah. You can only hear the drums most times. I love it. Guitars are always out of it. It's completely muted. And uh, yeah, so these guys were unbelievable. Uh, Unfortunately, uh, you know how I say they wear the doctor's mask, the guitarist, he wears like the doctor's oh, mask. Oh
2: shit, this is void. No. Into void?
1: no, 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 this is still Alpha. Okay, alpha. Still okay. Alpha. Uh, you did say that, lo- my bad. Yes. I looked yes. I looked okay. at the drummer. Oh shit, what did he do? I don't know why drummers are the dumbest people in every band, oh, Nathan. Is, this, is this just a normal video? There we go. This guy was wearing a full face mask. Full, so he couldn't
0: see black. shit.
2: I don't know. Right? What is he doing? Like the, why does he why do people think you us so his eyes could see? No, he couldn't see
1: it. It was like a doctor's mask, like you know, he got up to your face in my face right now yeah. and he's got it completely over just a black black doctor's mask completely oh, wrapped around and I'm just like like obviously you can see out of it like kind of clear like barely but he's yeah. able to see something saying that I, I, was I just could like, play drums blindfolded I remember I remember when uh, like I was watching it I was just like these guys are giving me ammo it's just like it's yeah. like they know I'm
2: going to review them oh,
0: right? shit, it's, yeah. like, it's like what are they oh, doing Christ.
1: like I know our audience is massive but Jesus like,
2: you guys, welcome to just... Franny's rant oh, here we go this no, is great but
1: it was just like it's just like I'm looking at him going you're a fucking
2: you're, you're a dick. You're a peanut. You are a peanut, mate. Like,
1: <laughs> like, go, like, I, I don't know. Anyway, but like, oh, it didn't deter it too much, I guess. Uh, yep. Stepson, I missed out on because yep. I don't give a shit about stepson. Yep. Justice for the Damn came out. Oh, our boys. Oh, fucking good. Hell heavy shit, man. They, they, these guys, these guys are really good. These guys have a massive following. Um, are probably these guys and Elf Wolf. Until like, the internationals came on, were probably the most the craziest Accomplished. crowds. Accomplished, okay. Craziest yeah. crowds, and these guys. Actually, I think Alpha will probably seemed like the biggest deal. In all honesty, I, I, like I said that last time that they at Bane that they seemed like a big deal when they're on there. The way they conduct themselves and everything like that. Uh, yeah, Justice were really good. Uh, just a singer had a bit of a problem to hand the mic off a bit too much. Was I the mean, drummer
2: doing any singing? No, I okay.
1: don't think so. I Don't think he was. I don't think he was. I'm trying to remember. I'm That's, cool. That's uh, cool. But yeah, uh, the singer was kind of handing the mic off a bit, and uh, he, he was notably tired a lot of the time. Oh, okay, and struggling. it was kind of like, yeah, it was it was hot. It would have been very hot up the stage, especially because it was it's hot and down there when you got that many people there. It's oh pretty, shit! It's yeah, crazy it when you got everybody there. Like it's uh, it's it's pretty, it's a pretty cool nuts. it's a pretty cool venue actually for yeah. those little shows. Uh, but they were really good. Crowd was spastic to him. Um, yeah, like no, not, no, nothing to complain about there. Uh, after that they had reactions. I checked them out for about twenty minutes. Pretty good. Guys from Adelaide, I'm pretty sure they're Adelaide Boys. Adelaide boys. Uh were good, weren't amazing. Like I, yep. they're not necessarily my thing, they're more just kind of the beat down hardcore kind of deal. Yep. Ha- hardcore with the beat down element. And uh yeah, like I, I can't really say too much about them. Void of vision. Now this is where it gets
2: fun. For oh, fuck's sake.
0: So
1: I like if the thing about this, and one of the problems with this festival is that, you know, there's two stages. They're, like, they're basically back to back. It's kind of like yep. a massive room with a divide wall down the middle, and you can go through either side of the wall to get to the other stage. Every time a band finishes, they all start funneling into the next stage. If you, if you really like every band, um, so it's the reactions finish, and uh, I'm like, okay, I'll just go in, I'll check out Void of Vision because I, Nathan, I think about the show a lot more than you think. I, I was doing it for the review, basically, so review purposes itself. Um, and I basically, what I did was, I was just kind of sitting there, I was like, oh, I'll listen to 10 minutes of them and I'll just see what happens. Uh, and not many people were funneling through, and I was kind of like, fantastic, they're all leaving. And, like, all even to go outside and, like, have a smoke or do whatever they need to do. The crowd was, like, half full. Like, I, I'm talking, like, these guys had these... I don't know. I They're listening there at, to us, Nick. The I masses. Wasn't, I wasn't there at one o'clock, but it was, a, like, I... Um, Moshpit coordinator even said who actually moshpit co- coordinator somehow likes to Disturbia EP. Don't know why. Okay, uh, but uh, he was saying like it's it's a sorry sight to say. Like it's almost you feel bad for him. It's kind of like he, he compared it to when you have a 16th birthday and nobody shows up. Let's
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. oh, <that's> go. <laughs> <We're cold. start,
2: laughs> that's sensational. It <We're laughs> sums it
1: up. And like, it was it was just like they they were notably pissed at the start. It's people few people started coming in. The crowd were okay for him, but like they were real, realistically the yeah like yeah. especially after Justice and Alpha who had yeah. really big crowds it was almost like they were the drinks break band and everyone was just kind of like, good, we don't want it. We don't want anything to do. With them." And it, yeah, it kind of, I think it sums up and it kind of made me think, man, I don't think these guys could be a band for much longer. So. I really don't. Like these guys aren't that good for one. Well, um, uh, no. Where am I? Where am I on the list here? I'm up to, yeah. to Curse
2: Earth. Okay. Uh, yes. Cursed Earth
1: came on. You came for that. Uh, they were on the shitty stage, unfortunately. Oh. They, were on the, they were on the crap stage. They kind of had two stage on the bigger bands and then yep. they had kind of the uh the more straight up hardcore bands. Yep. And Curse Earth, I don't know why. I think if they redid it, they probably want to put them on the uh, the other the stage. Because yep. it seems like you know, I feel like it was a bit of a burden being put on that, like on that stage. Um But you know these guys are really good. they they just kind of they if you're you're in neutral, you probably won't like them too much because they kind of do sound a bit similar on a live setting because uh, you know you can only get such good sound with that kind of sound the kind of full on hardcore sound that they do but uh like you no know, they were nothing to complain about I, I think the vocalist was really really good yep. and then i checked out kuba kuba uh, Khan as uh, as my last band i didn't want to worry about the last uh, acacia strain i didn't had no interest in them yeah. at, at that stage yep. and kuba uh, were really good uh, you know they were they you can understand they played invasion fest last year which says a lot meaning that they they, love it. They, well, they got obviously invited back they obviously yep. draw um the crowd was nuts for them um, Mosh pit coordinator wore a KFC bucket hat into the pit and uh he reckons he was gonna get a he reckons he was very scared for his life because he couldn't see out of it. And uh you know case. That bro- is suicidal. Oh that's what I said. I said it was an absolute. They would have just been
2: waiting. I thought
1: I thought he was getting switched in music. I thought I thought he was getting switched in thought- <laughs> <Exactly laughs> music for <laughs> sure. But uh yeah, like uh, you know, after that I kinda of didn't need to worry about Acacia case I had no real interest. I didn't really have much interest in Cuba, but I thought I might as well Check them out, see what's going on. Yep. Endless Heights were after. I have no interest in Endless yes. Heights either. So I was like, okay, I'll just go home. I was happy. You know, I was there for five hours or so. Like got you got a you Nice, fixed. a nice little five hour session. Um, it was actually a really good uh, thing. Just unfortunately, the only things I wish there was a better venue for it. Okay, I yep. wish there was something that you could have mobile reception because that is a big deal. Yep, and it's something that you can have like a beer, almost like a beer garden. I know when once it comes to an all ages show, it becomes very kind of harder. tricky. Yeah, yep. but like imagine uh, I'm just trying to like, I'm just trying to figure off the top of my head. Like imagine like you know the corner hotel beer garden up the yeah. top so everybody instead of going outside funneling on the streets they can go upstairs and they can just corner you know, be a great venue like, but
2: you're right there's only one stage. Yeah, yeah and and it's, like,
1: and, yeah. and it's also it'd be very hard to get an all ages approval for that oh, kind shit, of thing. Yeah. But uh, like it's really good. Like you know everybody every band faint ash Hole. Like I'm very appreciative yeah, awesome. of him having on which is really cool. Um you know I saw him throughout the day yep. like just kind of looking like seeing what he's up to seeing what he's doing. And he was just kind of on his phone, kind of always kind of on the go, trying to do something. But uh it was pretty well run. It's just kind of yeah, it just, it just needs a bit of fine tuning I think. A, it's a really good little thing, but it's a really good initiative he's got going for the local scene. Yep. Uh, the Justin for the Damn sing, Singer said it best. It's like, yep. you know, if anyone says the local scene's dying, look around. Like yeah, they, they, it's, they yeah a, it's,
2: it's doing something right. They, they had yeah. a
1: packed stage. Uh, I want to move on, but no, from, I was going yeah. uh, to on, no, from,
2: was gonna yeah. ask a few questions. Yes, go on. Okay, cool, go, well, sorry. I was going to say, like, you answered who the best band was obviously Alpha Wolf, but was there a surprise packet? Like, was there anyone that like you went there thinking, okay, meh? then you actually saw them and they're a little bit better than you thought? Or there was nothing that
1: Um, I, I think that... I, I think Cooper Khan were, actually. I, I so, they, really, they,
2: so they surprised you?
1: I, I really liked them, yeah. I, I didn't think I would like them at all. I, I didn't really have any interest going in. And, but, one,
2: uh, yeah, and one more question. So, like, normally yes. when you look at Invasion Fest from, say, five years ago, so, like, I, I remember one specific poster with Northlane. So, obviously, yep. Northlane have blown up massively now. Like, do you see any band that played at invasion this year becoming a bigger like bigger deal. Like, do you uh, think it's Alpha Wolf? Alpha. Well, obviously, yeah. yeah. Alpha. So Alpha they're the, the ones band. that are going to like. I, I think they out of all
1: the bands that I saw, you can argue that Justice, but Justice is a very more. It's much more niche for some reason, like because they're a bit more crate, they're a bit crazier, and uh, well, they they might be able to get onto that kind of die art kind of niche. Yeah, the Ivor
2: Lance It's a lot yeah. harder, but like it's you know, you There's get, a market you, there for it. You get it. some
1: real devoted fans if you yeah. can, if you can crack it, and but I think that out of all those bands, it would be Alpha. I just think that okay. they're the band that. They just seem like the biggest deal, and I tell you what—that um—that song that I do a uh, golden fake, golden fake, gut Ach, the one with the clean singing I think it's water break or gut Ach, I can't remember. So that's your favourite now. Oh God, they love that song, man! Like the crowd goes nuts for it. It's one of those things. I actually. I, you know, last time I said I think it was back in track. I don't know if it was back in track now. I think it's just a crowd around me. I think they all they oh, are. So yeah, they just all they know it, it so yeah. well
2: and they sing it really well. And everybody okay. knew
1: like all the words. They're one of and the best thing actually about this festival was every band got 25 minutes except for the first couple and the last. The last band got the 40. Yeah, yeah. A couple got 30 and the last band got 40. Acacia strain and that's really good because I think that any more than 25 minutes you probably it's probably it's, overkill. It's, it sick of it. Yeah, exactly. Especially if you don't know the band, it's kind of like if you can't convince somebody that you're any good 25 minutes, you're probably not going to convince them throughout the whole fucking festival. You yeah. know. Yeah. Anyway, Nathan, move on. Um, uh, I got to go. My spotlight band, uh, we, we've moved that around just because I want—I want to piss people off with my unpopular opinion. Did well. Uh, um, Harbors are going to be my spotlight band this Jesus. week. Uh, I really like this band, man. These are, these, these are guys that I've kind of followed. We, we were going to see them one time when they had. Um, trying to remember what it's called Stay Gold do you remember when Stay Gold was a thing for like a few weeks I was trying the Frankston thing no it was trying to be It was trying to be the new next in the city it was at the laundry bar
2: okay and yeah they, so I do remember yeah, this yes we're gonna, we're gonna go one night yes. at Harbour's with what the what happened headliner. to
1: that night I can't remember <laughs> but uh, Jesus. Yeah, I remember I, I was like, sick. and I was like Harbours. I, I checked them out and they were really good and they, hey, they had the song Pulling Teeth yeah. and they've released this song since it came out last year uh, I will play it but Nathan this is yes. Harbour's Flicker and Fade <laughs> That was, of course, harbors Flicker and Fade. Nay, thoughts on it?
2: Big song, mate. You know what? That singer, I don't know why, but at times he reminds me a little bit of Rodney Radke from fucking Falling in Reverse. Jesus Christ. He and he's got a great voice.
1: He does. it Well, this guy does. I don't know. Rodney definitely does, but this That's guy has a really good this voice. This guy's write, got a really good voice. I'm just yeah. saying
2: there's certain parts there. I don't know what it is. It's just, he's got a really cool voice. That song... That fucking riff, man. Big that one. Fu- that, that's a great. That's a cracking riff. riff. We actually know the guitarist of that band. Yeah, we
1: do. I've well, recently joined it, kind of thing. So it, it's very. Yeah. Oh, mate, I'm just plugging. I'm plugging everybody. What, I'm, we, we're plugging it. I'm, I'm the gift that keeps on giving. Oh, Nathan, I'm, I'm gonna. I'm, I'm not gonna start a new segment, but I'm gonna kind of give if, it to me. If, where are we go every now and then, I'm gonna have to bring this up. I'm gonna call this the wanker of the week because uh, every now and then, the wanker of the well, week. Well, on, on my on my uh, Premier League show, I do Facebook's finest where we acknowledge the retards of the uh, keyboard warriors on the internet. Internet, and this is Nothing kind of one of, a of it. Nothing better than keyboard there. Uh... And uh, you know, this one's coming from an actual, like, an established person. So there's no established.
2: Who is, who is he? We're talking is it about, a boy or a girl.
1: We're talking about uh, Joel Birch from uh, Fuck Me from Amity. Andy. Okay. I'm gonna read you this status for you. Go on. Hello, hello. I have a question. I really need your help with. It's about crowdfunding. This is oh. a ca- this is a camera I want, but I can't. There is a camera. Sorry, there is a camera I want, but I can't afford. And over and over six months, I have been asking and having, sorry, an internal argument about whether or not it is okay to ask about crowdfunding to purchase. If, and that is a massive if, I choose to do it, it would be in exchange for goods, not just give me a dollar, et cetera, et cetera. But what I want is to know is, is it ethical for me in me in my position? Is it an abuse of stature? I'm quite torn, so please let me know your thoughts, open a discussion about it and help me out, XO. Uh, no, it's not ethical, Joel. Uh, you understand the problem is, and I've said this many times about Amity Affliction, Nathan. Uh, Amity, you, there is an understanding of, of Amity age and ha- what you have to be to be an Amity Affliction fan. Chances are, they're they're around eighteen or under. Uh, they're impressionable they will give out money at will for people. It's just, if you want to feel like you're helping, it is incredibly, incredibly wrong. If he would go through, go through with this. I like, I, I think it's funny that he feels like he doesn't have enough money or he couldn't like, you know, save money. Like I don't I'm sure I don't, I'm not saying Amni are millionaires, but I'm sure they make a comfortable living. I know, I, I know people bands will, you know, people in bands might tell me otherwise. Amni are at a big stage. They're, they're a big act. If you can't afford a camera.
2: Nick, they headlined a tour with fucking a day to remember. Exactly. Two years ago. The Big Ass Tour, they were the fucking headline. Like I know a day member remember. Drew obviously more, but they played after a data remember. Yep. There's not many bands around the world that have the respect of a day member remember to do that. Exactly. I I'm very like I hate John. I've always hated John. <laughs> <laughs> I've always hated
1: John. <laughs> just throwing
0: it out there.
1: His <laughs> voice <laughs> right. shits me. It, oh, it always has. Like oh. I, I've, even when Amity were good, his voice it always sounds like real. Like so many effects that are put Shit. on it, and it just sounds. It sounds. Unhealthy. It sounds Jeez. really unhealthy to me. But if you're going to come out and try Go to, on. like, you know. Com- Don't over. Tr- if you're going to come out, Nathan. <laughs> if you're going to come out on Facebook and you, know, try and, you know, he's trying to play devil's advocate. He's trying to be the good guy in the situation. But at the same time, we all know what he wants. You know, he's kind he of, wants he's, the fucking camera. Yeah, he's pandering to this audience so they can come out and say, oh, Joel, it's okay. You know, we'll do it for as you. Long, as long as you give us something nice, you know, we'll come. <laughs> I, you can only imagine. Now I'm like, Ooh. I'm not like, you Ooh. know. We imagine if, um, just say, just say our old band was together, right? Yes. I'm sure we'd have some old EPs running around, and we, yes. And I'll be like, oh, you know what? I've always wanted, I've always wanted that metal nine-inch vibrator, and I've really, want, I can't afford it. If I gave out an EP with every fucking uh, uh, donation, would that be okay? And everybody would be like, oh yeah, that's awesome. You can only imagine how much shit this guy would have laying around <laughs> his house, and it, I mean shit literally, because yeah. it wouldn't be very entertaining <laughs> merchandise. But it's it's so I I. I just, I don't know, Neve. I, I need you to take it here. Oh, well. I, I'm very. I'm not even. I'm, I feel personally victimized here, Neve. Oh. From this dude just coming out and trying to. Yeah, he's trying to play. He's trying to be the good guy by doing a real asshole thing.
2: Yeah, it's, uh, mate. It's it's bizarre. Like, I have seen some retarded and stupid things. Like, I've seen crowdfunding, well, not crowdfunding, but like funding for bizarre things on the internet. Nick, like people start fund me pages to like buy DVDs, buy fucking, like, direct, like just, just stupid shit. But, like, they're people without profiles. So, like, this guy's, like, a, a high-profiled figure in Australian music. So, like, anyone that listens to heavy music that would probably know who Amity Affliction are in Australia and, like, who Joel Birch is. So, for a bloke like him to come out and actually say that, like, it's it's very, very... Uh, <laughs> it's, it's annoying, to be to tell you the truth. Like, fucking, you, you wouldn't see an AFL player going out there, like... To their fans being like, "Oh, there's this TV that's just come out. It's a fucking, it's a 4K. Like it's three and a half grand. But like, oh, I'm not making enough money. Do you reckon yeah. the cheer squad will fucking put together fifty bucks each and go whack whack whack? Because I'm a good footballer. Like fuck that. No. Yeah. Like like it, 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 like I can see the way like where he's coming from, saying it. Like it's an awkward thing. But like to the the people that you're talking to, like you say." You're roping them in, mate. Like, they're, yeah. they're, they're not going to say no to Joel Birch. Like, all these fans, like they're going to do anything that he wants. So, like, go fuck yourself, Joel. Seriously, it, like, uh, that's bad. Like, it's, uh, it's it's a bad impression coming out doing that. Like, it's different... If you're a band, like, which we'll get into next, and you're actually trying to fund an album, like, that, that's different. Because, like, a, a, an album... Like, your fans are getting back. Like, they're going to feel like they contributed. Like, I know While She Sleeps had yeah. a fan funded album last year. Yeah. Well, this year, this one was the crowd funded one, wasn't it? Or was it the one before? I think
1: it was the one before. The one
2: actually, before. Yeah. So, like, they were living in a fucking a barn. <laughs> they, they, they had a barn. Like, I'm telling you, it was insane. Like, yeah. this While She Sleeps barn. So, all, like, the whole band lives there. They got their own little dorms and shit. They got the While She Sleeps flags. They got the banners. They got everything around. But, like, they didn't have enough money to actually fund a proper album. So they got it like their fans, and like they all got a proper thank you for it. But like,
1: and this and this is the band. What there is a big difference in between stature.
2: Amity and While She Sleeps. Exactly, yeah, exactly. So like, like, but these guys like Joel Birch, like fucking take a good look is in it- the mirror, mate. Seriously, you. you is it a is it an abuse of power? It is fucking hell. If you imagine the Prime Minister coming out and saying something like that?
1: Well it's like you know, it's funny because we we've had all this controversy recently coming out over all these sexual allegations with been oh. saying Is this oh, just is this shit, just yes. another is this just another kind of version of that? Like it's not as bad, I'm not saying it's as bad no. as that. We, but we like, can
2: go on a different route there, but like as you say, it, it, it's on the verge of that. It's
1: it's cause it's just it's like it's a weird timing, like for him to come out at this time or, or like just random. It's, it's strange. Ra- it's, weird. it's strange. It's it's like you know, if he had a public System. If you had somebody who actually like monitored what he said, they'd be going, No, Don't like say that, that that's yeah, the dumbest do not thing. Say if that, yeah. you said it before all these allegations came out, at least like, you know, people would tell you're a dickhead, but yeah. like, you know, it wouldn't be like mixed in with all this. Like in the heat of all the moment at the moment right now, Crap. it's just really dumb to me. And uh, that's why Joel Birch is the uh the first ever recipient of the wanker of the week,
0: I'll drink to Nathan. That.
1: <laughs> As we drink our furfy, you've uh, reviewed an album. I have. Uh, this is our only piece of music we're actually reviewing this week, so make it, it good.
2: So yeah, well, <laughs> we um we actually we spoke about Story of the Year releasing a, a single a couple of weeks ago, Bang Bang, and they've actually come out with the album. So they dropped it. it's called Wolves. Yes, it's got fourteen songs, two fillers, but the um the fillers uh, unfortunately at the start, so one in four. So, but they get him. It's a strange one. Well, they they lead in with the song called Wolf. So the album's called Wolf. So they got like a fucking howling noises and stuff, which is... Uh, <laughs> shouldn't. Like, uh, uh, I'm okay with people fucking doing like, like. I don't mind the intro thing, but like, don't have it as a track itself. Just like keep the track as track one and have the actual song just behind it. So yeah. like it, it's false advertising. But as you say, 14 songs, a lot of music. So you still got 12 tracks out of it, and um, it's seven years in between. Albums for these blokes it's so, huge and, and, isn't it And actually like Jumping off what we've just said They had to kind of Crowdfund this thing Like yeah. they actually Lost a member In the process So Their um, old what, basis into are to a death or No so a... they're, they're old no, <laughs> they fortunately, they no, fortunately he didn't die But um Their bassists Obviously had a young family And stuff Couldn't sustain Like being in a band Like for financial reasons So he's left And they've Like crowdfunded this album Which has been Seven years in the making So there's been A lot of shit going on Like as you say They've left their record companies and they've self-done it and it's really really surprising release nick to tell you the truth so like as i told you they've done christian song in the past the entrance the wrestler yes so that, yes they have that's, that's one cool thing and they actually toured mm-hmm. australia this year doing one of their classic albums so like that's cool they've done pretty pretty well for themselves as a band over that time but like this release nick i, I was very very surprised it's a really fun album the the music behind it like it's got a, a pop punk like emo like that's their style like that's yeah. the way they are but um there's also synth parts. There's also rock parts that like, uh, like you could probably have on radio. So like Green Day goes on radio all the time. There's songs in here. They got a song called Bang Bang as well. that could go on the radio. So like, they do really well. There's parts that sound like 30 Seconds to Mars. There's parts that sound like fucking Escape the Fate. There's parts that sound like a Day to Remember. There's parts that sound like All Time Low. Unfortunately, but like <laughs> this song that we're actually going to go through, Nick. We got a, a, it's track two, and um, it's if you if you're a fan of pop punk and like that emo, you've grown up listening to that kind of music. You've Chances I already know. Sorry, the year are, but um, if you haven't heard him before, this this song like there's something there like that you should definitely check out. So the song is called "How Can We Go On." So you have that. And I think something, Nick, with um pop punk bands. Yes. The hardest part with them is their lyrics sometimes are very off-putting, like to me personally. So okay. like, sometimes you have to look past the lyrics and just actually enjoy that. And this album, is I've listened to it three times fully through. Once you actually look past the actual... Lyrical content. Lyrical content. It's actually not bad. It's actually really kind of fun album.
1: I, w- I was always under the impression that the story of the year and story so far with the same band yeah, so yeah. I've, I've learned something new today there you go you have it's actually i would have put them on my uh, my download lineup if
2: i <laughs> <laughs> knew that last week Nathan, you should have told me what do you think of the album cover
1: Our album cover looks lovely i'm happy with that uh it's kind of got like a metal feel with the uh the edging of the s and the r but uh, that's okay all rappers do that anyway these days it so do. doesn't really matter uh 55 minutes this album clocks in Big at nathan album. yes uh, does this overstay its welcome
2: no, overall, like listening through there, there's actually a few, as most pop punk albums do, there's a couple of songs there we can skip over, they're, they're more towards the end of the album, but um, mostly, Nick, I wasn't bored at all, like there's a lot of different things going on there, so a couple of songs, like I say, sound like 30 Seconds to Mars, which is cool to me, but like listening to that, sounds very usedy kind of thing, kind of punky, but, um, but yeah, it, it's really, it's a fun kind of record, and a couple of, like, I'll probably get a better reading in a couple of weeks. It's very hard when it's released on a Friday to do a Sunday show and actually have a proper, like... Read of the the album, but so far I'm enjoying it. So there's enough there for me to listen again. I'll probably listen to it a bit more during the week.
1: I like it. I like the song that uh, what was it? How can we go? How do we? What was the fuck? How is, can what, we go on? What the fuck was that song called? How do we? How, how can, can we go, go on? How can we go on? Yeah, that sounds. The song sounded really good actually. It had the good vibes to it. it. Um, it kind of it does pop punk. The kind of pop punk that I actually enjoy. The this faster is, side of it. Yeah, the faster side. The kind of a the nice technical. Yeah, the kind of you know, chucking a few little cheeky little things Riffs. to keep me going. Uh, others. Standout tracks, Nathan. And is there any like is there an absolute skippable one that isn't a filler track? Of course.
2: Well, obviously. So the fillers are wolves at the start and youth. So tr- skip through them. But um, bang bang, the first single we which we good. talked about last week, pretty damn good. I swear I'm okay. Has become very very catchy. That's the 30 seconds song, track five. And also moving down, track 12, Goodnight My Love is another kind of fast one with the the screaming because the guy's got a really cool screaming voice. But um. Yeah, there's there's three tracks to check did, out.
1: Did you ask? Did you say? I swear, I'm the, I'm okay. Is the My Chemical Romance song? What? You said I swear I'm okay. Is that the mic? I swear I'm okay. Era?
2: That's the thirty seconds of Mars. I was song.
1: gonna say if it was my chemical romance.
2: That's already that, a song. Yeah, I'm not okay. No, <laughs> yeah, yeah, nah. I was about to fucking punch, nah, nah. I was about to punch you in the face. No, nah, I swear great. I'm okay. Nah, it sounds like thirty seconds of Mars, mate.
1: So yep, Jeff will definitely check it out.
2: Yeah, check it out. Beautiful. I wouldn't it's not probably a full price buy yet, but maybe come boxing day twenty percent off of J B if I'm liking <laughs> it. <laughs> I'd probably buy ten to fifteen <laughs> albums on that day, Nick. Just watch me. Nathan, the uh, the Sunday sessions at Unify Ooh. are back. Jesus, uh, are they? We
1: are. Uh, they they debuted this. Was it last year they debuted this, or oh, they've the year done it since?
2: They, they did it the year that we were there. The well, first first is year? when you pop oh, your they shoulder, did, out, yeah. You oh, I didn't get to see it. Yeah, <laughs> no, no, it literally the first song of Hallians come out. Oh, I'm excited. I'm gonna go. Mosh. Actually, no, they didn't do the, they didn't do acoustic the first year. It wasn't acoustic. No. It was full on, like. The first two years, Nick, there was proper bands. Yeah, yeah, and then the first and then year last year it. was the the yeah, acoustic sessions. You're right.
1: Yeah, so they're they've, they're keeping um you they're,
2: can't they're, have your music on that last day.
1: They're keeping the acoustic sessions re- uh going for this well, yes. next year's unify, of course. Uh, I want to read you the lineup, Nathan. Um, I just want you to, oh you know you haven't actually you don't even know the lineup yet. So I got no idea fun. this
2: was even happening, but yep.
1: So uh, I'm gonna read you them and just give me you know give me a gauge on what kind of interest you have. Okay, Young Lions, Introvert, Chasing Ghosts, uh, Brave. Fisher from Deer Seattle and Bellhaven.
2: Absolutely none. Yeah.
1: I, I, very strange to me. Like last year they had I'm pretty sure they had Marcus. Absolutely they had none. Marcus from North Lane. That's a would. bit of a draw. Which is a draw, definitely. Like I, you know, if I if I wasn't already like, you know, shelving seven pingers up my ass at that stage, yeah, I would have pro- I probably would have gone. But it's true. It, it's one of those things at the Sunday sessions. I feel like it's it's one of I like of the idea spot. of it. Yeah, it's definitely a dead spot, but it's one of those I like the idea of it because it kind of stops the car park, the traffic on the way back. It kind of you know, a lot of people will stick around to see those bands. Uh, I we have no interest at all. No, nah. um, uh, the only you know, I don't know what anyone you know, who would have to perform to have any sort of interest in that.
2: Well, looking at the lineup, I'll get the lineup up, but like I, I'd much rather see like on a on a Sunday. Like obviously the the draws, the headliners, I think it would be the ones to get for the day. But the, the thing is, would they want to do it? So like, obviously well,
1: they probably have too many people there and they, uh, they'd
2: need security to stop from people from like, well, that's the thing. salting them. And, yeah. yeah. But like, if they're on the stage doing a talking session, that'd be all right. Yeah, definitely. Like, if you got right. Sam Carter up there with fucking Aaron from Amity, I'm sure like, uh, like as much as we rip on Amity, I reckon Aaron would have some cracking stories. Like I, I, yeah. I reckon drinking with I that like dude. That. I, I reckon like, if you got those two who are their close friends, architects and Amity Affliction, they've done a few tours and stuff. And like, there's two people, like, I'd love to see them, like, just get up and talk shit for an hour. Like, I actually really like that. Different.
1: I really like that idea, actually. I know it's like when um, MTV do their, they do a certain series. I can't remember what it's called, but they, in between songs, they'll tell stories, but t- like, how the song came to be. Or that, that's like, sick. Yeah, I think that'd be perfect for it, wouldn't it? Like, you yeah, know, that's. Well, I, I'd stay. I actually,
2: I, I, there's, 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 we'd probably stay then. Yeah, there's I would. Like, I, wouldn't, I'd, you know?
1: like, I'd like to go. I'd like to see people
2: just talk shit. And, you know, that, it's kind of, it, it fits the Sunday Sippers kind of scenario as well. And Plus, you don't normally get an opportunity to actually get to know bands. Intimately. So that's an, an opportunity to actually become kind of closer to them, like learn a little bit more about themselves. And That's a cracking idea. I really ra- like that. Rather than actually watch a YouTube video or a DVD where you're like, obviously like bands are being open and honest and stuff, but it's not the same. If you're live, like face-to-face with someone... Intimately, well, it's cool, it's a different kind of vibe, and I know Warp Tour does like these. Uh, well, they, they will not do them after next year
1: because Warp Tour is finishing up, yep. But uh, they do like workshops for like vocalists and that. I remember That's they it. would always do that. I remember uh, Jason would do like a workshop and they'd kind of teach you vocal techniques. and I think, um, imagine that. And uh, I think I, uh, those other people, I can't remember the names, but they would do like kind of um, almost like band marketing and like how how you want to, you know, how to start a band, how to kind of the do's and don'ts kind of thing. And they, I think those are really good, those are really good initiatives for anyone. Like, I Imagine Mm. imagine that, like, yo, in Australia, it's so much harder to be in a band because the the travel costs are so much. So, You have to
2: to really, like, knuckle down if you want to be anything. England's very lucky. England fits into Victoria, mate. Like, when you put that into perspective, like, England's got, like, 60 million people or 70 million people, whatever the fuck it is over there. And they fit into our state of Victoria. Yeah. We got five mil, man. Oh we, I, yeah. We
1: we did a drive it's from crazy. We did a drive from London to Manchester, which is basically end to end, like close to, and it was like four or five hours. Like, yeah, and nothing. I was just, and I was just like, oh, well, that's pretty easy. Like, you know, it looks we same. did
2: the trek to Sydney this year and took us fucking what, 11? Yeah, it took us 11,
1: <laughs> eleven hours and one overnight sleep in
2: the back of a ute. Like, no, 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 <laughs> we would have the whole <laughs> fucking way <all> of England. <laughs> oh, Jesus that, and that's the thing, and Scotland too. Yeah, and Scotland, <laughs> oh, fuck, we would have seen Nessie. We were <laughs> hung with Biffy Clyro. <laughs> that would have been <laughs> grouse. But,
1: yeah, no, like I, I like that idea. I like that uh, talking idea. I like to talk and shit. Like it, maybe it does. we should fucking put him to him, mate. Yeah. Oh, maybe no, actually, would they? Maybe we should do a live podcast on the Sunday. What, why don't we just make
2: our own? <laughs> why don't we just make our own fucking festival, mate?
1: Well, who's headlining?
2: Oh, sorry, the year at the moment. <laughs> Got to plug them. It's their it's their Na- show at the Na- moment.
1: Nathan, you've uh, you've kind of put this one forward to I me. Have. Um, I have this next this next topic. I, I'm really excited to see how like you explain it to me because it's uh it's a very tough one to kind of uh come about.
2: Well, it, it it's fascinating. I'm sure anyone listening or anyone that likes music like, you, you, like you come across a song like from a band that like not a lot of people would know or like maybe it's a band that a lot of people would know. But like say like for example, you're listening to a song and you're like oh. Fuck! Like, why isn't that on the radio? Like, why, like, why isn't that on Triple M or why isn't that played on pop radio? Or like, why isn't this song more popular? So like, say you're a, a local band, like you're a fucking Harvest and they got a cracking song like that song that you play. It's a really good song, but yeah. like, not a lot of people are gonna get exposure to it because like they're up and coming kind of thing. Yeah. Whereas if that song was written by a band like a Northlane, like I'm not. That's a bad example of like crossovers, but like a band with that kind of profile, would well, that song be fucking huge, kind of thing? So like. Yeah. Yeah, it's just that's a different kind of thing, like a different way of looking at it. So, like if you're listening to a band like Let Live and their their last album, like it was a little bit all over the shop. They had songs that sounded like rage, songs that sounded like Nirvana, songs that sounded fucking like pop, some that sounded indie. Yeah, really, like, it was a little bit all over the shop. But like a week ago, for example, it sounded very Nirvana. Yes. that was released by a, like a fucking a band like a, a, an indie band like a Violent Soho or like that kind of grunge thing. Where would that song have gone? Because I know a lot of people that say that's the best song off that album.
1: Yeah, like, it's a really good question because there are like, you know, I know you have a really good example as well that I have always agreed with, and I hate the band as well. It's true. We're gonna play. We're gonna play it. Gonna play it? Oh, I have no idea. No, we're not, we're not gonna. play Okay, it. I hate the band too much. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I, I, like, I really. Wasn't. It's like it's almost like um, you know, bands like. Like you know, Billy Talent or something yeah. like that. Like, imagine if like a Green Day wrote that song. Because, yeah, exactly. You, know, you, just, well, you just switch up the vocals. Imagine Red Flag. Imagine that, yeah. Green Day. You re- yeah, you switch up the vocals and you put Billy Joel over that over that music, mm. and it's like it's it's a it's a radio hit. It's a radio exactly. smash. It's like it's it's very strange. You know, there's only very certain bands that come in. Royal Blood are kind of like the newest rock band that are, kind they are. Of getting played a lot on the radio. But that's yep. only Triple M anyway. And Triple J plays a bit, but we're not going to count Triple J because Triple J is, like is pretty trash anyway. But they'll I'll they'll play the heavy. J. They'll play the heavier stuff. They will. They play a lot of Amity. But and, what have you got? What have you got in terms of uh, band- songs that would be bigger by another band? Well,
2: the big one for me, like uh, I started listening to this band probably year 11 in high school, year 12. And um at the time, like no one really hated them at the time. Like They were, they were kind of all right. Like that they is, it's five figure death punch. So like Nick's ripped into me like a, a shit ton over this band. But when I got into them, there was an album called War is the Answer. And like that was like when I was listening to Slipknot and stuff, I was looking for other bands. And like that album, yeah, I, I showed you that album at the time. And you fucking liked it. You can't even deny it. So like, there, there's is a couple I... of songs. Yeah, I think you man. showed me
1: American Capitalist.
2: Actually, uh, no, I, I showed you that as well. Mm-hmm. But there's a, there's a song on War is the Answer that I said to Nick. I'm like, this is Slipknot. I don't know if you remember that. I'm like, listen to Slipknot's new song, and you're like, that's not Slipknot. remember that? Yeah, I call. Yeah, I do remember calling your bluff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because there was a song that kind of really sounded like Slipknot, like the roof and stuff. And Nick's like, no, okay, but um. Yeah, so they they had a song with that album called "Far From Home," and I, I I've just always said, and we got a good friend who says the exact same thing. He goes, "If that was written by Metallica, that would be like fucking just massive." Like you, you got classics by Metallica, like "Unforgiven." It is nothing. a softer song, isn't it? Oh, well, that's what i mean. It's a softer song, more yeah. acoustic, and like they're they're known for being the Nickelback of fucking metal. Yeah. So like they're very accessible. Like Oliver Moody's got a really accessible voice with the scream, and he's like, his actual clean voice is really good. His melody's really good. He's a really good singer. Like, But since he's gone off the rails, I don't really give a shit anymore. Their last three albums have been trash. Like, I, I could not even talk about him. But this album was really good. What was the answer? And far from home, Nick. I don't know if you're going to play it to the, the people, but this was written by Metallica. It'd be out there with Nothing Else Matters.
1: It fucking it, would. I really like the song, actually. It's, it's one of those tracks that are... Uh you kind of you can see it being translated into that as well and that, that's the that's the thing like when you do do this kind of thing, you you, you, have need to, a band. you have to have a certain band that you go if it was written by that band i don't know i personally i remember back in the day when i listened to the 100 back when they yes. they released an EP and i was like this song uh, it's called kingsman Yep. And that was before the movie came out as well. Cracking movie. Cracking movie. Uh, cracking song as well. And I remember going like, the sound, people would go, it sounds like Shikari.' I'd be like, yeah, like, if this was by Shikari, it would huge. be one of their biggest songs. It'd probably be a single. It'd be, like, it'd be a single one. And It's completely right. Like, yo, know, um, like harbors, we said before, yep. like, you know, it's a perfect example. Like harbour. I don't know who we'd uh, categorize harbors with because they're kind of hard to kind of put into a box or like kind of say they sound like a different band.
2: Well, getting back to like an Aussie band, like it's a different genre, but rock. So, like, Jet, cold hard bitch with ACDC. Like, Whew. Called bitch, great song off Off Get Born well, their first album. But I,
1: like, I probably would argue against that
2: actually. Oh, because it was already big enough.
1: Well, because actually, because, only because ACDC, at the time of that song being released, ACDC was so irrelevant. So much past it. Yeah, yeah, true. So yeah. I feel like if AC/DC, so did it, be a, it, it a, would just a, be, it'd be lost in the okay. in the shuffle of their songs. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, and it, it's a lot of it is to do with timing.
2: Isn't yeah, it? It's it is. So like errors, I can yeah.
1: imagine the nineties like how many good bands it would have been that got nowhere. Oh, exactly. And because like, like, they weren't they didn't have the profile behind them. Oh, Jesus Christ. There are a lot of good songs out there Nathan it's, it's crazy to see like even like on the local front I know mm. uh, my like my boys I'll plug them every time I can go for, on Thornhill plug uh, their song Thornhill te- their song tum- tempera, tempera I was going to say Tumbler. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to call it Tumblr tumbler, eh? yes. uh, which will be up for our song of the year next year oh, on the local front spoiler alert uh, I reckon see, uh, it's, if it was done by Northlane and or Deftones in their prime it would be, be huge. it would be massive it's yeah. such a big song and it's like it is it's one of those things that you kind of go like you're kind of happy that it's not massive because you don't want to hear it overplayed all the time yeah but you, at the same time you want to give this band recognition that they should be getting isn't it that's
2: well, that's what i mean this is the the good thing about this topic like it's it makes you think and actually like like think about your music which is really good like that's what you want to do with you know like when you've got a creative mind like you yeah it challenges you like trying to think of fuck like imagine a band like imagine this song by a different band like it'd be fucking huge i like thinking like that like in, in a lot of cases it's actually good because like the challenge is for you to be good enough for your single to be recognised. So, like, it shouldn't matter if it was by Metallica kind of thing. So, if you look at it that way, like, it's a good, like, like, challenging board to actually, to try it. But, like, then again, also on the other foot, like, imagine if it was by that band. Yeah. It's a hard one to think
1: Oh, yeah, of course. It It challenges you both ways. There's a lot of variables that could happen. It could could get lost in the shuffle. But it is cool.
2: I I like thinking about it.
1: But I will play a song, Nathan. Uh, Okay, go. What song should I play? Should I play... uh, Fawn Hill or Five Finger Death Punch. I need to find the Five-Finger Death Punch if we're gonna play it. Hang on. Now we're playing Tempera. Tempera, Nathan, by Vaughan Hill my local boys. You're gonna- you're shaking your head in disgust. This is my boys, Tempera. <laughs> of course, is Tempera by Fawn Hill. Nathan, that actually might even be played next week if it wins the a song of the Year from the local acts. So that's the song. That's it's, your Song of the Year. It's got to be one of them. It's got. It's in the category. there's going to be. A, it's going to be a, a billing. there's going to be about a top five or six. That's how we're going to run it. I think that's going to be with the albums. We're going to go locals song. Local. So am I on the
2: internationals. You'll go on the locals. Well, to, we'll, we'll figure that out. We'll, right? we'll,
1: we'll figure them all out together, and then we'll do the same with internationals, and then we'll do the uh, the worst song and the worst releases. I'm, I'm, excited. That, which combined, I'm excited. which will be combined. Which will be combined because I think we, we already don't, agree we, on the we yeah, don't we worst. don't we don't discriminate on our uh, locals to our uh, internationals on the worst songs. We only discriminate.
2: When it Baseball comes
1: to, fucking and, jersey wearing clowns, and also a uh, big one, for, uh, Polaris will be considered into the uh, the bigger, the international, yeah, the or kind of what I call the big bands because uh, they would they They would take out every award if they did if they were because the Mortal Coil would take our best release and they'd probably have the best song or whatever song. It's funny. I don't know what song to put in for that. Uh, that. Like for Polaris You can only put one in For each I'll, band I struggled it's But I've, so I've, done, I've done
2: Consume You, got,
1: you went Consume? Yeah it has I'm, to be I'm happy with Consume Nathan Yes uh, d- Download Just before we go Into the throwback I want yes. to get your opinions On something Because they've recently Announced that Download Will not be having Any sideshows in Melbourne Yep um, That has pissed off A lot of people I don't feel like It's much of a
2: surprise Well Can I, can I say this Nick? Yes Get over it Buy a ticket to Download And watch them at Download Yeah Uh, uh, The whole incentive of bringing download to Australia is for people to go to the festival. Like, if you're a fucking pretentious hack that wants to see Gojira on a sideshow, pucker up and just go to the fucking download festival. Like, I'm serious. Like, uh, if you want to see them that badly, there's got to be two or three bands you can research and actually try get out of your little bubble that you're fucking listening to. (laughs) And actually, that's what festivals are about, to listen to new shit, actually try stuff. So anyone that's whinging... People from fucking everywhere around Australia are going to come to download Melbourne. So if you're that desperate, go to Sydney where the sideshows are being held yeah. in Brisbane. Go up there, spend five hundred bucks on tourism and help Australia out, mate. Seriously, it's not that big a deal. Yeah, I agree. Um,
1: you know, recently they announced a sideshow Limp Biscuit and Mice and Men and Ocean Grove. I really like that sideshow. Yeah, I think yeah, that's very that's good. <laughs> perfect for Sydney and Brisbane. I think, yeah. you know, if you're a fan of Limp Biscuit, you're probably gonna be a fan of Ocean Grove. And oh, mice and men probably give or take because they do have they while they are a new metal band, they kind of had the head. They fit that bill. Yeah, they fit it. I think that's a really, really smart bill. Uh there's, a, know, neck, there's a neck deep one, too, isn't there? Uh neck deep, I'm pretty sure. And I think they're on two sets of shy shows. I feel like they've got their own, guess. and they're on with uh, Good Charlotte because Good Charlotte have about seventy-three bands that are with them. Uh, really? it's, it's, Good Charlotte have neck deep, falling reverse issues. And Chase Atlantic, that'd be good of, fun. The all on the same bill, and Nick Deep also had their own sideshow, which I don't know where it is. Nails as well. So does Amon and Marth and Sabaton doing it together. Yeah, Prophets of Rage as well. And there's this other band story so far. Prophets of Rage, imagine that, mate. Yeah, that that would be. I don't know if they've got any supports, actually. So they, I don't think they do at the moment. But uh, it's it's uh, kind of I feel the exact same way as you, Nate. If it's one of those situations where it's like. You can like if you want to go you, to uh, a sideshow, you're gonna to have to pay a lot of money to drive up or fly up, or you could just pay 170, 180 bucks, and then you get to see probably. You know, if if you're a fan of, if you're a metalhead, you could probably see five bands that you want to see. If you if you can't justify that with five bands, you probably shouldn't. You're probably not the target demographic, aren't you? That's
2: exactly right. Well, I've been looking at a few download things. Now, I, I, I do that for this show as well, for for like research purposes. Of yes, course. of course. <laughs> but you do see the odd dickhead on fucking Facebook commenting. And It's like. Oh man! It, besides Gojira, there's no one fucking worthy. And then you'll see three or four comments down, five bands like that are similar. Guys are like, "Well, if you're fucking just listening to Gojira, you're missing out." Like, listen to this band, this band, this band. Yeah. People contradict themselves all the time. Like, oh, they're actually really good. So, why don't you actually? I know why. Fucking just listen. I know why. Nathan. Go on. Give them- they listen to my. They
1: listen to my alternative lineup oh, last week. Jesus and they go, Christ. And they're going. They're going. Why couldn't the Nick Brown, any Brown, from Franny Brad Towns lineup be a real thing? Because That's, uh, mate, <laughs>
2: imagine. KFC is a sponsor.
1: K- Fucking- do we do we announce that? Oh, sorry. KFC will be the main. They sponsor. They will be the
2: main sponsor. The masses will be enjoying fried chicken, popcorn, chicken everywhere. And eventually, involved playing God hates the six times. That's I mean. exactly right. <laughs> Contra- Who wouldn't want to be there?
1: Contractually obligated to play. <laughs> <laughs> well.
2: Fuck
0: sake.
1: It is one of those. I just completely agree. Dave. There's no there's no stress about this. I I feel like it's yo, know, They need to sell tickets. I wonder. I'd love to know. What I really would like to know is if yes. that was always the plan, or was it that they wanted to have. Melbourne side shows, and then once ticket sales weren't going as well as they thought they might have switched it up and gone you know what we need to really try and sell this because we need to sell the
2: festival first
1: because th- that's what they have to do like Soundwave was a real luxury in the fact that they could put sideshows out and like and still sell the festival. and usually sell the festival out yeah, yeah in each state at least in a couple like Melbourne would nearly always sell out yep. and Sydney would go very close you know Sydney have, had um two i remember back in the festival days, Sydney had two big day outs and like five seven years ago like yeah. then, then big dad died three years ago so that's, how that's exactly crazy, right that's, that's how crazy things can turn in such a short amount of time but nathan that's to finish off that, yeah to our throwback we're going to do our throwback, throwback. i want you to uh, i want to I, I've, I've given i love this segment nathan you because, do because i've been everybody's been telling me nathan you, you picked well god hates us. was a great track everyone was happy with that well done well, what we pick last week the week before that
2: uh, saliva Sal- We pick ladies and gentlemen Everyone, so, ha- everyone hated that So yeah, you're one uh, and one Fair <laughs> enough You're one and one Fair enough too Can we go two and one Two and one hopefully Well um, we're actually Our throwback this week Is about 2009 So 2009 in music So it's very interesting Nick So only eight years ago Like how different Like the dynamic And scene of music has changed So like Looking back then I'm going to name a few albums That came out in that year And there's, an, there's a few Fucking crackers dude So like Obviously you still had Big Day out And Soundwave still thriving At the time you had a lot of Aussie rock bands still around and yeah, it was really cool. So looking back on that time. So here's a few albums for you, Nick Brown. So you had one of your favourite bands of all time starting out. So every time I die I release New Junk a- Aesthetic. Yes, great album. You had August Burns Red Constellations, probably considered their, their big it's probably considered their biggest album. Yep. So then you had Mastodon with Crack the Sky. Oh. You had Paramore with Brand New Eyes. Big album. You had The Prodigy Invaders Must Die. That's their best album. You had Architects Hollow Crown. Well, yeah, it's a great album. Billy Talon 3. Great. You had Lamb of God Wrath.
1: Oh, that is such an underrated album, And you
2: had Carnival Sound Awake, which was probably my favourite Australian album of that year. So, like, 09, we were 16 years old. We were... Playing cricket, still at high school, enjoying our music, probably still watching wrestling back in the day, loving loving life. So like, still have Nathan, Don't don't. don't we use still are. <laughs> we still we still have our wrestling. So yeah, it's true. But um, so like you, you name those albums and like fucking, hell, there's some really good albums there. But then we go to Big Day Out Nick. So Big Day Out, we oh both no. we both started going to Big Day Out like mm. before Soundwave. Like that was yeah. our that was our intro into festivals. Big Day Out. So we were lucky. Like I, I was lucky enough to have a contact there who does the merchandise. Still does it with um. He's going to be doing it for download. So I'm hoping yeah. to get a few things for us there. But, Woo. um, Woo. so Big Day Out was headlined, Nick, by the prodigy of all bands in Arctic yep. Monkeys. So uh, that's fucking night. Nice. Eight years ago, that's a big dip from Big Day Out. They also. Were well, they did the top two builds? They were the top two builds. You had wow. Living End playing. You had Bullet for My Valentine. Oh. The, they, they were huge at the time. You had pendulum backing up the oh. prodigy so oh my you god had, you had cog you had the butterfly effect you had birds of tokyo wow. you had dropkick murphy's then you had surge 10 and from fucking system, system of a down doing a, a solo set so was
1: he doing a solo a set solo that early set in 2009. 2009. Oh, that's nine.
2: crazy and um it's funny nick because the um the alternatives obviously scars on broadway were um Darren Malelikan and fucking whatever his name is and the rest of the System band, they they yeah. went off and did their own thing. They were doing the Soundwave, so like oh were you they? Had the surge on ah. the big day out? And then you had the the Darren over on the um the Soundwave. They were, also scars did pull out and Dillinger replaced them. You know? <laughs> so that didn't end up happening. But um go to Soundwave. So Soundwave at this time was still kind of it growing as a, a, as a festival. It's a nice lineup. It was a nice lineup. So you had Nine Inch Nails and Allison Chains with Bloodhound Gang headlining. So few few, pretty like probably not appealing to me and Nick so much but still big enough to draw like a fucking a, a big crowd you had um so Under Oath played you had Dillinger you had In Flames you had Lamb of God you had Every Time I Die and Billy Talon oh. amongst others playing at Soundwave oh. so like 09 was a pretty good year for festivals in Australia and like I, I think that was oh. probably the the prime time for Aussie like festivals, like you know having big day out and in Soundwave intertwining, man. How fucking how spoiled were we? I want you to just do festivals every week, Nathan, for your throwback. Yeah, it's very it's
1: very cool to look back at that and be like, I might go, cool in, those... I might
2: go nineties, mate, next oh. time. Not, a nineties big day out, okay. Nice, like, that... We had System of a Down plan Actually, probably not System, but like I, I do. Remember, late nineties rage. And... I do
1: remember Prodigy one year. I don't know. I don't remember which year it was. Might not be the one that you're talking about. But they had yes. they had somebody. I think Neil Young might have headlined. he one, did. Year. He was there. I didn't. I was he it. in he 2009? Yeah, he okay, was, he was that? Year. okay, yes. perfect. Uh, I remember Neil Young, and everybody was kind of like a bit skeptical at him. And what happened was, uh, this is from all reports of what I've heard. I wasn't yes. there, but uh, all reports was uh, Neil Young played for about 30 minutes. He played had like an hour and a half set probably, yep. and uh, about 30 minutes in, about the time the prodigy was about to start, everybody left. Like, yeah, you know, like you know, he was playing, and he's playing to avoid a vision crowd. <laughs> oh! Oh, <God. laughs>
2: <laughs> Neil Young But yeah like, Cause like Prodigy like Was such like they such a yeah. Sought out live act As I've just said They were touring Off Invaders Must Die Yeah So like They, I mean, they, had, they, they had their best album And they were In their prime absolutely fucking terrorising people. So, like, we would have left too. I wouldn't have even gone to see Neil. No no way. Wouldn't wouldn't, have been in the fucking ball pit. Wouldn't wouldn't have been in the ball pit. Wouldn't have thought about it. So, like, there you go. So, there's a couple of festivals, few albums that have been dropped. But, um...
1: Rise Against album. announced an album in 2009 or...
2: Must didn't didn't look at that, but there's also one. My favorite album of that year was Homesick. Nick, a day to remember. Ah, so yes, they, they, they released the which, al- which
1: album you might argue year. next week as a. As a classic, I'll, I'll so.
2: argue that, but um, also <laughs> the, the, the debut of Twenty One Pilots. They had their first album out that year too. Really, oh so, nine, but eight. So obviously, our show is like where it's not really based fully around Australian music, but like I'm gonna look back into where the scene was in oh nine. So looking back to that, we've got bands like. Grinspoon releasing an album six to midnight. Yeah, Jet with Shaka Ooh. Rock. Ooh. Eskimo Joe with Inshallah, which was a really good um, um album. You had One Hit Wonder's Temper Trap, with the fucking sweet, <laughs> they really, disposition. sweet disposition they came out. You had Kiss Chasey around. You had Short Stack. You had fucking Short and stack. finishing off. You had Wolf Mother with Cosmic Egg. So that, that, that was a decent album. That but was a like,
1: follow up to their debut, to their big one. Yeah. So uh,
2: a few good songs, but um, so you can see there like that that kind of scene of music like. It's heavy rock, the pub kind of scene, the like punk rock kind of thing. And that was it was coming to an end in 09. So like this whole wave of um heavy music in Australia was kind of on the verge. So it was brewing. You had Parkway around at the time, Amity. But besides that, a lot of bands like didn't have a profile behind them. So like it was kinda like Invasion Fest would have been starting around then. You would have been having yeah. like all these bands, like rumblings of oh, like, where's the scene going? And like so 09, so yeah, you, you had that whole rock pop thing and then fucking The the next wave, like our next eight years, has basically been building towards this hardcore metal style of music, which now is so popular.
1: What do you think? What do you think changed? Because like when you look at the when even when you look at the rock music that was coming around at that time, you had bands like maybe I maybe I might be out by yes. all my years here, but did, you had bands like Thirty Seconds to Mars. You had bands like My Chemical Romance. Yes, and like they were still producing like they, they had big songs, but they had some screaming in their thing they like in their, in their songs. So you would expect that the the wave might have continued on that way instead of completely dropping off. Because like you know, at that stage, you'd think a lot of these hardcore bands would be thinking, hell yeah, if we if we put together a big song, yeah, we might. I actually get on, get on the radio yeah, yeah. get on oh, the like, radio but like that's the thing it you completely went off the other end didn't
2: you, you, you kind of had that whole new metal thing early 2000 then you went moved to the pop punk kind of thing the mid 2000s with fallout boy my oh, chemical romance oh. all that kind of thing good charlotte yeah. they're all massive all, simple Plan bands yeah that, that that was the kind of the end of the era with the pop punk like simple plan side albums coming out around that time yeah they're all touring like you say but like as you say like the kill it's uh, uh, screaming in that yeah, song isn't exactly, it so, yeah. uh, uh, that's what I mean. Song. like um AFI release is yeah, Miss Murder, murder. I mean, <laughs> that's one of the biggest songs that was around at the time so yeah. like like you say like if you're a band like that but um, obviously it was still kind of like you, know, you weren't scared to be in a screaming band but it kind of wasn't as cool as it is now so like now it's a lot more acceptable to be in a a heavier band, there's that much yeah. more access to music. Like you can be a fucking death metal band in Australia now. Or, or That's probably not a good example, but like you'd be any kind of metal band and people in Melbourne will turn out to see you. Like there's that yeah. many, the diversity in music now is fucking crazy. But um, am moving on to other releases that year. So like I, I looked through the, the, the list of the year, like the albums of the year, like you got bands like, Kasabian. So they they released yes. West Ryder, Pick Lunatic Assign, which is huge. A great uh, album. It's a fucking classic album. You, know, you had Biffy... Ooh, don't, Cla- off, don't know if it's a classic, Nathan. We'll well, see. not classic. <laughs> no, okay. My bad. We did debate that. So yeah, Biffy, Biffy Claro, Only Revolutions, The Arctic Monkeys, Humbug. You had yes. 30 Seconds to Mars, This Is War. So like, then you also got amused with The Resistance. So like, they're bands that dominated all like the the charts. Like people, that, like top tens, That they were all in the top tens. But like nowadays... Unless you're fucking the Foo Fighters, mate. How many rock bands, like, now you got Royal Blood, I suppose, but, like, it's so hard in this era to actually be a rock band and succeed. Like, mm. you know what I mean? Like, looking back, so only eight years ago in 09, you had all these bands on the radio. Like, they still are, but they're kind of, like, novelty acts now. Like, the Foo Fighters play, they're the only really relevant rock band that I really know now. Like, like Arctics are kind of finished. Like, you, you got Biffy Clara still kicking a little bit, but, like, Bands like Thirty Seconds to Mars—they're actually coming back this year, which is needed, which is good. But like, just shows the the state of that that kind of scene. It's kind of died Nick. Yeah, I feel like
1: Foo Fighters in a, in a big way killed what I'd consider to be, and I I always said this, and I still do say this, uh, stock rock. And it was kind yes. of like, it was this like this really basic kind of formulated kind of way of writing music you know the typical verse chorus verse chorus bridge chorus end to kind of uh, in, you know with the intro and the outro of course but yep. like and you know they kind of because they were so popular no other band could move into that space because yep. like you had to be have either this unbelievably massive song which certain bands did you know you look at bands like i'll say like a kings of leon which moved in which i completely hate kings of leon yeah. but like they moved in with sex on fire and without uh, uh what was that song called you somebody. Uh, you somebody. That's the one. Not without you. And uh, like, then you had like, you know, even like, it wasn't as rocky. But you know, Mumford and the Sons came through. They and, like, did. But now it's weird how like a band like Imagine Dragons who put out this kind of like pop electronic get considered rock now because they kind of probably
2: my favorite album of the year, Nick. Imagine Dragons. There you go. Uh, it's not in our genre, but they yeah. they had a really good album released this year. It
1: was funny how they get considered rock and like yeah, that's you know, what I meant. It's sad, even, well, even though they're like real EDM
2: kind well, of like, look at the weird... fucking Arias, mate. Like I don't watch the Arias, but I look to see who was the winner of the rock and the heavy metal. So I'm pretty sure lane won the heavy metal one, but like, there needs like there's a Kerrang awards in England, Nick. There needs to be a heavy music awards now in Australia. I feel. Yeah, let's that, get into that that's, level that's where there's another nice marketplace. Bit, well, it? that's what there's another there's a fucking idea that we got. So mm-hmm. I'm, I'm just saying, like, there is a an actual market now. Like the arias are never gonna fucking really accept this kind of scene at the moment. Like it might happen in the future, but at the moment, I don't see it happening. So like that, I'd love it. Like imagine a, a heavy music awards in Australia. Oh, Triple J would jump all over that, wouldn't they? That'd be sick. That's yeah. what I mean. Like Co fucking Co. Planner, it. it'd be sick. But um, yes. Continue. What do we
1: uh So what do we got here then? You've you've named off about 184 different bands. Yeah, they they release apparently a great, it was a
2: great year in music.
1: Apparently, every band in the fucking world was releasing music that year. So <laughs> what are we playing?
2: What are we sending them out with? Well, we're gonna finish with an Australian band. Huh. beautiful. Tool like Tool are huge around the world, actually. News this week, Nick, they're releasing their album 2018. It's official now. Oh, so. they, they've said that
1: for so many but years. But apparently it's
2: all done. So it's all done coming out in 2018. They can't do it now. It's too late in 2017. But um, <laughs> we're going to keep that vibe. We're going to go with Carnival. And we are going with Set Fire to the Hive.
0: I'm <laughs> <Yeah. laughs>
1: That of course was set fire to the hive by Carnival, Nathan. I wouldn't even disagree if you put that on the uh, the classic albums list next yeah. week because I don't know. It's Carnival have two. Is the matter, ma- the matter the in us sound awake? Like if you had to pick one,
2: oh, I'd go the matter. It's
1: bloody hard, isn't it? Like it's.
2: Well, I, I actually grew up listening to that one first. That yeah. was the first Carnival album I bought, and we saw him. Them- Obviously, our next, our first big day out was the year after, in twenty ten, and we saw them there. So yeah, that I, was where I kind of like, I'm like, whoa this band is really, really cool. Yeah, I
1: remember waiting for, I think it was Mastodon. Yeah, that, that, yeah. And uh, I remember just seeing all these people bounce to. It was the Matter, actually. yes yeah. on The Matter, and I was just like, what the fuck What's is this? On, and it's crazy to look back at those lineups. while why I like you doing festival lineups. Yep. And kind of being like, fuck me, like all those crazy bands at that early stage. Like how how cool would that have been to be kind of like, you know, in the midst of that music musical scene at that stage. Mm. Oh, it's a beautiful thing. I need to. I uh, one day I will. I'll flash back to my uh, big day out 2014 that's such an underrated big day out because it's the last big day out as well mm. Deftones played as well because it always it's always a beautiful time but uh, Nath next week we have a huge show massive I can't wait for this we've got so many awards to give out Awards. I'm gonna try I'm gonna this is uh, don't hold me to this, Nathan. I'm going to try and get an interview off certain bands. I might even try and get a, an interview off certain winners of awards. Oh, imagine and, if and, we got Polaris. And make, them, and make them try and give a shit about it. I think, oh, that's, wow. ha- I think that's half the fun. That'd be great. Because I'm at, I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I, I just want them, to hey! take the, I want them to take the piss out of the show. That'd oh, be the sensational. Fun. Uh, that, I need to get onto that, actually. My my rapper fucking guy fell through because oh, he's a piece of shit. But Nathan. Yes has been the Backbone Sunday Sessions. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been the Backbone Sunday Sessions. If you like what you hear, please subscribe next week we have the 2017 awards to be giving out to locals internationals and of course the worst song of the year and it's going to be announced which we already know what it is but we're not going to tell you just yet